I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Hello, hello. It's another wonderful Wednesday. Good morning to and all our subscribers. <laughs> what do you say when I got you? Was good morning. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. It's German. Ah, ich liebe dich. <laughs> I, I think know. that means I love you. I hope so. Ich liebe meine Tante is I love my aunt. Okay. My aunt taught me that. Go figure. Cute. Is she German? My Which uncle is. Phone? Don't touch my phone. Brooke's trying to be all in control because I'm the one holding the recording device today. Normally, that's her job. I'm like, what you have to do is point it to my mouth. Yeah. Otherwise, it sounds far away. Oh, see, this is why you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Aiden. Yeah. I know. His little voice. Okay. Little. My voice is just shot, kids. I already have a difficult <laughs> voice. And now it's like the end of the day and I'm recording and it's just shot. So, sorry. Turn it up, peeps. And then turn it down when I talk, because I'm great. <laughs> I'm perfect in the voice department right now. Now, she's also been struggling a little bit. She had a little cold situation, but she's powering through like a boss babe. Cause That's what boss babes do. But I'm in need of recovery. <laughs> wow, look at her segue, folks. But it's true. We are. Um, and I'm starting to feel it. We're both... Mom and hard making these new babies. And so we were inspired to chat today about recovery mode. And we feel like it's super a pro. Piet. Oh, my. Lord. I wanted to just like slice the word. Um, because long weekend, I feel like when you, if anyone on vacation, they feel like they need a vacation from their vacations. Um, well, especially when you have kids because it's not a vacation. I know. Oh my gosh. I was just talking to a girlfriend about this because she went on her first vacation with her three-year-old and six-month-old. And she was like, yeah, it was great. I mean, the property is like totally kid-friendly, but it was not a vacation. And I just started laughing because it's so true, especially when you're in a hotel room and you've got two kids oh. sardine in there with your husband and you're trying to like drink some champagne and watch TV quietly, but you really have to have everything dark because they're sleeping. And it's just like, it's definitely a different experience um it's like same thing new location like yeah. norm, normal life just in a hotel yeah i know i've literally um i went to napa to visit family and i we have um we're hilton members so we did their suites Ooh, yeah. um which actually are pretty reasonable but it is broken up so there's you know the room and then we had a little living area which was perfect because we were able to still be up past 7 p.m. when Vaughn went to bed and um, party in the hotel. Yeah. But that's also like a good that's a smart vacation because you had a hotel but you also were close to family so you can have family like help watch I was going to say Aiden. <laughs> can you take Aiden with you? Yeah. Help watch Vaughn and then you guys can do your thing like that's a smart vacation or bringing a nanny if you can do that. God. 
I used to go on those trips all the time as a nanny. Yeah. I literally, yeah, I'm plotting vacations are very different. I think I mentioned this on a podcast. My husband wanted to take, there's a Notre Dame game in um, London next year for the Shamrock series. Yeah, we'd have a one-year-old and a three-year-old for everyone that doesn't know my kids' ages. And um, they'd be flying internationally and going into different time zones. And honestly, ignorant mom, I was like, yeah, that would be so fun, honey. That would be like amazing. And I am so down. I really want to go to this indie game. We're big indie fans. And um, then I got pregnant and realized how psychotic that was. And there's no way in hell we're going. So I basically, like, unless I have a private jet, yeah. someone's bringing my bags. Like I don't touch my bags from the moment we leave to the moment we get back. Yeah. A no, nanny. a full time nanny. And even then a wheelchair, <laughs> a wheelchair. But even then I'm not going to leave my kids in a foreign country to go to this. Yeah, g- I, no. I was like, uh, no, you're like, I'll catch it on TV. Thanks, hubby. Yeah. Literally. Okay, so vacations. Oh, I already need recovery from that combo because I'm already stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's <clears throat> so many things, excuse me, to recover from. Don't get your, like, weird voice stuff on me, man. Oh. <clears throat> we're just um, too close. We're just so close. But, you know, babies, arguments, family gatherings, there's just positive stuff we found out in our last week's episode can cause mm-hmm. stress and hormone spikes. Um, so there's just actually a lot of need for recovery in our lives. Um, yeah, I think that was actually a huge learning for me last week. I was like, whoa, light bulb. Like when I have those adrenaline spurts where I'm working late nights and, you know, have a full working day and then you still get back on and are working till like midnight and you feel like amazing, but I've never thought of that as stress and literally needing to like have to recover after that. You know, you don't think of that. And I think part of like our culture is um, like needing to rest or take a break is often looked at as like a weakness, you know, because people are like, go, go, go. And it's like, wow, she's doing such great stuff. Like I saw that girl, she was working all day and then she was out on an event and like all this stuff on social media is like revered when you're doing so much. But then like what, a, you know, then that makes you feel bad to take a break, but we need it. Like as human beings, we need to take a break. And frequently, um, I think you're so right, Brooke. You know, we... Thanks, Heather. You're so right, Brooke. Um, <coughs> sorry, guys. I have a frog in my throat, and I don't know what the We're hell to mess. do about it. <coughs> I know. She has no voice. I'm about to lose mine, apparently. We need to recover from our lives. Um, but no, I feel like you go, go, go. And I'm in this stage of my pregnancy where I'm in the second trimester. It's the golden trimester. I'm in like nesting. I have so much I want to do. We have so many things we're doing with soul space and work and at home. And, um, I really need to be carving out time to like chill. And so we're going to share some of our thoughts of how we do or should recover from certain things. First up peeps, I know this didn't come in time for the long weekend and I'm really sorry that I haven't shared it sooner, but to recover from a hangover, which Brooke and I will have shortly. And the first one after <laughs> a pregnancy, little longer. Yeah. Me. Yeah. True. I'm like counting down the months three to go. Um, but no, my gosh, if you haven't been pregnant, just so you know, the first time you drink, like actually go out and drink like a normal person after pregnancy, you're just blown the next day. I had like two and a half glasses of wine. The first time I went out, I was so hung over the next day and I was I was dying, but your tolerance is so low. 
So um, I found out about these things called liquid IV. You can get them at Costco. Um, they're really great in general just to hydrate you. But if you are going to go on a little drinking soiree. soiree. <laughs> I don't even so know if that's fancy. the right word. Um, you drink one before, one when you get home, and another one in the morning. And literally, it will change your life. Your life. I don't have any type of hangover anymore. My husband loves them. Um, all my friends love them. And you can and literally you, get them at Costco in bulk. I just going to say, did you tell him? It's from Costco. <laughs> my favorite store. Brooks literally, like... They made a special membership for Brooke because she's such a good member. These pants. It's the Brookmership. Are they? Yeah. No, like I literally buy my clothes there, buy my groceries, buy my household needs, but like my clothes for sure. Yeah. This is, <laughs> these pants, pants are Costco. Oh, stay tuned my, for when we go through Brooke's wardrobe in a couple of weeks and Heather dresses her. <laughs> I can't wait to only tag Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Costco, you, Old Navy, and Target. Those are like my places. They look cute. Thanks. They look good. The maroon pants are in. Yeah. The, wine, a wine color. Oh, for the stretch. Um, so, yeah, that's my hangover tips. I'd love to hear yours, but Liquid IV has definitely been my favorite. Um, Wish we had a code for you, but we don't. Not yet. But Liquid IV, where are you? Always pushes. Um, Liquid IV is. Uh, the skinny confidential. She always talks about liquid IV, wow. and I had heard that. And then when you had, it, I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't even know it was at Costco. <laughs> One of Nick's old baseball buddies invented that. That's, yeah, oh, he's really? in. Yeah, he's um, get it for free. I know. I wish. Get us a I, code. I don't think they're that close, but um, they're in like the major league group together. And yeah, smart guy. Which makes sense because athletes get so dehydrated so fast. It totally makes sense that an athlete would have created this. Perfect segue, Heather. I knew it. So that's a good physical recovery. Um, But just kind of what we were talking about, like we run ourselves ragged between our businesses, um, trying to do content for you folks, our soul space, which we love. It's so much fun and does not feel like work by any means. Hashtag passion project. (laughs) And then our kids too. So like there's just so much stuff that we're go, go, go. And it does literally feel like if you take a break, like I'm just, and I think you're like this too, Heather, so I'll speak for you. But if I'm not productive, like I don't feel good, you know, like I just feel, so it is like a sign of like me doing well I feel like it's when I'm productive so it's when you do take a break like it's so hard for me to fully disconnect and not be on my phone or not checking my email I mean at this point I'll just like watch tv because I'm like I feel like this will help me not look at my phone and it's like god now I'm using the tv to like zone out, <laughs> you know <laughs> which is so funny um but I remember like doing all-nighters like when we were younger like for work and stuff and you just can't sustain that like you just keep going 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 and so I just recently read a book that talked about training like or working and like training like an athlete where like um you know if you look at a sprinter they or an Olympic athlete for example or even you know any sport you have these periods of times where you're like training hardcore but then you have to give your body time to recover to like go further and be at your best performance and if you're constantly just working 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 and not you know letting allowing yourself to recover you're always going to be like in a burnout kind of mode which is something I think is so relatable for all of us in this society today especially is that you feel like you have to go 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 and if you're taking a break you're you know you're being like weak 
but we got to do it. It's so hard, though. I did a Lent detox. No, that's not what that sounds weird. (laughs) For Lent, I did a digital detox and it was awesome to not like I took Instagram off my phone. I obviously have to do it for work. Um, but my, I like couldn't go on and it was just like hard for a little bit. Cause I'm so used to doing it. And like, you realize how many times you open a freaking app and you're like, why am I opening this app? Well, I can't see, be in it. You start seeing your activity go down on, cause Apple oh. tracks it for you and you feel so good. Totally. I deleted Facebook, um, off my phone and the same thing happened. It was like, I felt like a weight literally lifted and, um, Quick before I forget to ask this, what was the book you read? Because you said you read a book. Oh, yeah. So it's called um, The Power of Full Engagement, Mm -hmm. and we'll link it. But the main, like, premise overall is talking about how we all have, like, 24 hours a day and, like, our time is limited. But looking at kind of optimizing your day, not by time, but by energy. So saving energy. So, like, if you work all day, you come home to your family or your husband or whoever, your roommate's, and you're literally like can't give any more, you're not being able to be your best self and engaging with your family. You've spent all of your energy at work and you have nothing else to give. So then you come home, you're irritated with your significant other or your roommates or whatever because you're so burnt out. You've given all you can. So trying to build in like throughout your day times for you where you can restore your energy. So starting to set like times as meetings of like, I'm going to work out every single morning and that's a meeting. I will not move it or I'm going to meditate every day at lunch or whatever it is building in a little bit of recovery time throughout your day. Maybe it's like a half hour before you go home. You're not, you're going to disconnect. So you are going home to your family re-energized, finding ways to like optimize your energy versus looking for more time. If that makes sense. Does that make sense, Heather? I mean, I think so. Yeah, Brooke. (laughs) Um, But it also got me thinking about when your energy gets low, like for instance, when you plan a vacation and you've been working, 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 and you're trying to lead up to your vacation so that you come back and it's not like completely, um, overwhelming when you get back. So you overwork so that you can take time off and then you get sick on your vacation. And that happened to me a lot in the past. And I'd get so frustrated. Like every time I went on vacation, I would freaking get sick. I'm like, what is going on? Well, the problem was I wasn't relaxing and restoring my body enough in between, you know, just kind of on the daily basis. And I, every time I'd go on vacation, I get sick. And it was my body telling me like, Oh, you're finally slowing down. Sweet. Now I'm going to knock you down really hard so that you actually restore yourself. Um, (laughs) yeah, seriously. Kick you when you're down. Um, but yeah, it just was, um, frustrating. And I realized I was just doing, I was overworking myself to the point where I was just literally getting sick. So, um, that's something too is just making sure like Brooke said you kind of build in that recovery time so imagining like the athlete side of you know rest days like everyone who works out like has rest days you need that in your life so what are those rest times for you if it's not a full day and making sure that you're balancing um, all of that and also like Brooke said not using technology as a relaxation you know really having quiet time or reading a book or um, you know I do a lot of baths and I, like I would either drink a glass of wine or have kombucha right now or like sparkling water. But having that just off time, like truly off is super important. Um, 
So that's why you're always. <laughs> that's why I'm always in the bath. It's my time, people. Yeah, any bath photo that ends up on our Insta is most likely me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't take baths. Oh, I have to. It's like my life. Um, Sorry, my father-in-law is picking up. Kevin my Allen, what are you doing? Um, we're totally podcasting right now. This is like a thing. So when we're in your car, you get calls. When we're in my car, I get calls. And it's all like our children. Hopefully my child's okay. I think. (laughs) Why don't you text him? Um, I'll move on to the next. But yeah, I mean, I think speaking of child, our next thing we want to talk about is kind of parenting and having solo time. I think it's so important to make sure that you are also planning your solo time um, as a parent. And really, I get caught in always wanting to make sure I'm having like date night and you know everyone's getting their time yeah and so but I I've gotten a lot better at planning my alone time so that I can make sure that I am focused on myself and it's hard but um I do some stuff during the week and you know as I've said here before I have a nanny so that I can work but I also use some of that time for personal so I make sure I'm getting my chiropractor adjustments I schedule my massages um, I spoil myself when I'm pregnant. I get one every other week. And it's just because my body is, my back slips so hard when I'm pregnant. Um, and so I just have to have that, that discare to myself. Um, or I'll make sure I get a pedicure. Or I just build in that time for myself so that I'm not stressed out. And it also doesn't have to affect Nick. Um, which I know not everyone has that ability Um, and I think when you don't, you just have to kind of sit with your significant other and say, Hey, this is what I need. I know you probably need things. What do you need? And map out how you both can support each other in that time. Because the biggest thing you lose by becoming a parent is your independence. And I can't just kick off and be like, Hey, Nick, I'm going to take Friday to myself, go enjoy some time with the boys or stay at home. I'm out because now I have to make sure he has the physical and mental ability to want to take care of on that day or vice versa. Like we can't just volley Vaughn and be like, it's fine. Bye. You know, we got to really be in communication. It's such a different thing when you don't have the space to be alone. Yeah, totally. I hear you. And I think <clears throat> kind of what you're touching on too is having like the energy because you don't want like Nick to be run down because he's watching Vaughn yeah. because then you're going to get a massage and like that can create obviously conflict resentment. and resentment for sure and I think that's probably a, I mean I think we're both I'm getting better at it and you're super good at like taking care of yourself and making that time for you um but I don't like what you just brought up. Like, I don't know that like John gets that all the time because it definitely doesn't as much as he should. And I know it's because with me being pregnant right now, it's so hard for me to be like, I can give you more. Like our nanny isn't full time right now. We're sharing her with a family until she can come over full time. Cause when we, um, when we found her, her, the family needed her through June and they were open to sharing, which has been fine. But it has cut into a lot of, like, my time to allow me to give Nick time because I feel more balanced. Mm-hmm. So it's tough because I can only expend so much. And same with him, like you're saying. Yeah. So Well, and he travels a lot, too, which is a whole yeah. different, like, energy. Like, God, I can't imagine traveling that much. And obviously what it does, like, th- that's a lot more on you, too. Yeah, it's hard on um, us But I also don't think... I think this movement, too, of self-care is really something that we've taken on and it's a maybe more of a female thing I don't know that like John thinks about like self-care for him and he, like he'll go golfing every so often but it requires like what you're saying with a fa- like when you have kids and 
um, it requires planning and he's just not a planner. So like the weekend will come and like, he could have definitely done something, but he didn't like plan it, you know? So, um, I don't know. I think it does make it a little bit different because I'm just such a planner that I'm like conscious of making that time for myself. Even when I like had a nine to five office job, like I knew like I needed to get my hair done and you know, stuff, there was stuff that I had to do. Um, but I don't think it's like natural for John to think like I need to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's probably just like a male thing in general, like this whole self care movement, I think is definitely geared towards women. Um, and I'm taking it on. <laughs> I mean, it's probably meant for men too, obviously, but I don't think it's as like natural. I just don't because they don't do like pedicures or like little well, I things don't like think that. Men think that way. They don't. They're not nurturers. And, I mean, they're very like. I don't want to say it the wrong way because men are so caring and loving, and I know we both have amazing husbands. Um, but we are naturally created as women to be nurturing. That's why we have the mother role. Like that's just something that is embedded in us. And I think, you know, I I don't think men look at their needs in that same way. Like they're not like, Oh, I really need to go get a massage because, but I mean, there are definitely men out there that do, but like, I know Nick's the same way. Like he's, he's good. He's got it. He's good. He rolls through the punches. He's an athlete. He pushes through like that's his mentality, you know? And I'm a lot of times being like, hey, yeah, let's do this, or why don't you do that? Or he's the same too, though. He's not always a planner, and then he'll text his friends like the day of, and now I'm like, babe, we all have kids. Yeah. Like, that ain't going to work anymore, you know? Or what's it? I mean, God, this is going out on the airways, but, or what happens too, like, for us is like, we, like, were saying, weren't doing stuff with friends for a long time. So then they stopped asking us to do stuff. It's so it's like, it is a little bit sad, and I feel bad for John, but I'm like, you need to be like think ahead and plan um because when he does plan oh my god he's like amazing i'm like this you should have seen this bachelor party he went to i was looking at the emails and he was like sending them i'm like what is like he's a project manager so like that is his job but i'm like this is insane like he was like doing the itinerary like keeping all the finances i'm like oh my gosh like can you plan for us like this yeah um but no you're right there i do need to remind john of like those pockets and now i try to be like hey, this Saturday you can golf in the morning because, like, you know, I'm, yeah. we're not doing anything. Um, but I do think it's just more innate for us to, like, think of and we have a little bit more flexibility, you know, to mm-hmm. do that stuff, like, while we have daycare or nanny help or yeah. Um, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I was in another land after that because I'm like, wow, can John plan our next vacation? <laughs> Like, I just totally just, like went. looking at me like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like thinking like, okay, no. so John's going to plan this vacation. <laughs> and I'm like, do, do, do. <laughs> I literally was like, sweet. So we're going to go on a couple's vacation. Anyone who wants to come DM us because John's going to plan it. Yeah. We're going on a couple's, couples retreat. retreat. Um, and you don't have to plan a damn thing. You just have to pay for whatever your portion is. Bye. Like, I can't wait. Okay. Can you talk about, first of all, couple's retreat? That movie's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But... A good segue is, like, building not only time for recovery, but knowing, like, kind of your moods and where you're at to really, like, I guess, I mean, I don't know, to know, like, when you need distance. And not necessarily with, like, your husband or whatever, but it could be with, um, you know, like, a friend group if you're seeing them every day or a roommate or a business partner or, like, (laughs) I'm like, I'll throw her in at the end. (laughs) Um, No, but, like, you need to, like really think about the impact like 
of you spending so much time with other individuals and like when it's time for you to take a break like if it's starting to affect your mood and you're getting snappy and you need to know like okay I need to take a step back like I'm gonna go to sleep early let's talk about this topic tomorrow or whatever giving yourself space to recover mentally Mm -hmm. because I've I know there's times like even you know when I'll get in a fight with John at night I'm like I will not let this go like you know you're going through your head and you're having this whole fight the next morning I literally could care less and I'm like how is that such a shift in mentality and it's all because of like I'm tired like Mm -hmm. fights at night are like the worst like, don't even go there. <laughs> well, I f- <laughs> do not fight at night, people. Save your marriage. Um, no, I think it's so true. And I think it's really important. You have to tune into yourself when it comes to any type of conflict and communication. And two, not even conflict, but like just like onness. So there's yeah. certain times where I realize, okay, this person's calling me and I know we're going to talk for a while, whether it's positive, negative, whatever's going on sometimes I just, I don't have it in me because yeah. I've been on the phone all day or, um, I am really tired or I know that if I start talking to them, I'm going to get really wound up again and I really want to go to bed early. So I like, can't, I can't be as available as I used to be. And I don't know if that's hard for some of my friends or not, but like, I just have to like take a step back because I'm so on with Vaughn. I'm so on with obviously my marriage, my work, and I'm, I'm there for my friends too and my family, but it's like, I have to be most importantly tuned into myself. Well, and you said like what you said right there, just remind me again, back of that book is like, you're reserving your energy. Like if you know, like this person's going to suck a lot of my time. I mean, not only time, like I'm going to get fully engaged in this conversation and then I have to, my nanny's leaving and I have to go straight into being with Vaughn. Like that is a lot you have to think through. Cause I've, I've done that where I'm like, on the phone till the very last second when I'm picking up Aiden and then I'm like shit like I had no time to like think of anything in between or going straight from the office to pick up Aiden you know just like not having that recovery breathing time Mm -hmm. um it makes such a difference and then you're like when you pick up your kid you're like fully engaged with them or you know it's just such a different vibe and the sad thing is about that is that a I totally feel you and b I really I realize it's very hard for me to turn off like I've I'm I'm like you I I love productivity I love feeling like I got a ton done I'm so just like jazzed about what we're doing with soul space my brain's constantly going and I think it is the the cycle of pregnancy that I'm in I think it's definitely going to shift when I get closer to the end of my third trimester um but it's funny like I notice I just can't flip it off and I have to be really really conscious about it Um, It's like an addiction. Yeah, it can be, you know, and I just, I love like being creative and brainstorming. I feel so fueled Mm -hmm. right now that like, I have to also be like, okay, Heather, taper that for tomorrow or like you have to go to bed early tonight. (coughs) I mean, Nick will literally send me to bed. And at first I was like, don't tell me what to do. Now I'm like, okay, bye. Because I know he sees a, either that I've like worked a ton this week and I need to catch up on sleep or B, he just knows I'm tired mm-hmm. or I'm falling asleep on the couch and he's like, just go upstairs, you know, or if I'm taking a nap on the couch, just go upstairs. He wants me to get good sleep. Like he's really trying to just look out for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's definitely interesting, but I do think too, going back to the conflict piece for a little bit of how do I kind of recover from that? I think sometimes taking I am so the same of I just want to talk right now this second yeah. get it done I'm kind of a bull in that way and whether my delivery She's is like a bully no I just no, like I've str- I like want open communication you know 
And, but it probably could feel like a bully sometimes because sometimes maybe I come off pretty like fierce because my emotions are so high and I need to just take a step back and process and come to the table when I can like be really clear with my communication, very thoughtful about it and have it be like a super positive experience. I've gotten a lot, lot better when I was younger. This is why I'm terrified of having a girl. Um, I was just like a hormonal mess and I would just like, if I was upset, it was like, you were just going to hear it right then and there. And it was a disaster. (laughs) Um, now I'm much more refined and my communication style, hopefully people think is better. I've never actually really asked anyone. So friends and fam, let me know. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, and if it's a big conflict, like expressing to your significant other or your best friend or the coworker that upset you, like the, the space that you need to get to a good place with it. Like, Hey, you know what? Our fight last night, like really upset me. I need to take two hours tomorrow and just like go on a walk and it has nothing to do with you like in the sense of like a negative space I just I need to like have some space to recover from that you know when I I think technology um is part of the problem because we were talking recently with another business owner and she was talking about like how she has like these great ideas in the middle of the night and she would be like telling her business partners and she would get like a bad reaction and she's like learned like okay this is stuff that I can do in the morning and it was such more positive we're like yeah let's get on board blah 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 you have to think about like what space your your other yeah know your audience what space that maybe they're in so like Heather, if you're texting me at midnight, no. yeah. <laughs> we're usually up at the same time, Thank so God. randomly. Yeah. Um, but insane. I do think that's really hard in relationships, um, you know, business relationships, friendships or whatever. But even like with John too, like there will be times where I'm like, I want to talk about something, but it's like, he just got home from work. Like you've mm-hmm. been home all day by yourself, like cooped up. Like then he's home and I'm like, and I want to talk about this, you know, and I'm like, okay, why is he not engaging with me? It's like, okay, the guy's been in an office from nine to five. He just had like a 45 minute drive, walked in the door. Aiden's like getting his attention, you know, and like starting to think about other people, how they're going to receive your communication and letting some things like sit for a bit and then being like, okay, let's revisit this after he's recovered because he needs that too, you know? I feel like John and Nick would have a lot to talk about. (laughs) I do not want them on the podcast. I'm like, they need to be on the podcast and they need to probably go golf and have a beer by themselves to just recover. I mean, we're real and raw, but I know they would come on here and be like, hey, these bitches. (laughs) I can't, sorry, I can't not cough people. Um, But like, they would just be so on it. Because I feel like John sometimes, like, what he like thinks, I know he like loves me and totally like respects what I'm doing, but I just feel like sometimes he's probably just like, oh, this girl, like, what is she doing? You know what? funny though is I actually said that to Nick once I'm like you probably just think this whole thing is so cute and he's like no actually I don't I think you're doing really cool things and they just don't share sometimes in that way I mean um and Nick is one of our like top um newsletter followers (laughs) he opens every single one he probably just does it actually the top one is my mom Oh, Tracy, little Trixie Boo. Trixie. Oh, we love you. Oh, um, I know. I think you need your nap and John, now. Like, <laughs> in and reads our blog. It's so adorable. So they show they show They're their silent love in their own ways. Um, but they, well, and they show their love by sticking around because I know I'm not the easiest every now and then. So <laughs> they know how to manage my conflict. Or they, <laughs> not they. I'm not with John too. <laughs> You're with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Broken and, and I. Broken Nick know how to manage my conflict. Oh my gosh, I swear. Well, you know, I just feel like 
this was good. Yeah. We were, we were, you know, all over, but we were good because I think there's a lot to recover from in life. Like I think, you know, if we all focused on our schedules a little bit more and we're like, okay, that's a heavy week. Let's build in this day. Or I really need time here. Asked for help for what we need, even with people you don't expect. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. And then I know we got to wrap it up because we're probably like hitting our, our mark. Um, but I, we just did, um, a feed your soul event a couple weeks ago and two of the sweetest people offered us help. And it's so funny cause they're just great people that we know, friends, uh, former podcast guest, and they offered bringing one person offered like, Hey, do you want some coffee? And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then about four o'clock's rolling around. I'm like, you know what? Coffee would be really smart. I'm going to take her up on that. She offered. Clearly, she wants to help me. Let's do it. And I honestly didn't even, like, at first I refused it because I didn't want to put her out. And then I remember, like, no, she's asking me. I'm going to accept the help. And then another girl, so sweet, was like, you know, hey, if there's anything you need, yada, yada. And about, like, five o'clock's rolling around and we're trying to shove our face with food knowing how much we have to do. And we asked her to do an ice run. And she, last minute, totally no problem, did it. And in my head, I'm like, why didn't we just ask her earlier to like help us with something? You know, what's this big thing about like asking for help? And I think that's another way you can build in recovery is you have to ask for help. If it's a project that's going to be too much for you or, you know, something that you know someone loves doing that maybe they're going to want to assist you with, like just ask them. The worst they can say is no and you're in the same spot you're in. So I've gotten a lot better about being like, you know what? I'm going to need help today. And it doesn't make me less of a rock star because of it. Great job, Heather. I love that wrap up. Um, one thing I did want to say is we obviously are preaching to ourselves when we do these talks. Yeah. Like, literally, we need to follow our own advice. We don't all the time, but we're learning too. Um, and I think the, one of the key things here is uh, the being proactive and like planning for it instead of waiting till you're already burnt out. Once you're in that situation, it's just so much harder to recover. Um, so if you guys have not read our blog yet, um, this week, Kate from Wanderwell, uh, wrote a great blog about how to avoid burnout. Um, so there's a lot more information on there, like her perspective, um, very close to what we're talking about right now, but just making sure you do stuff for yourself before you're actually burned out. Cause that's going to be a lot harder on you. Yeah. Little peeps. And I love what you said. This is so like therapy for us oh, because we, we don't, don't do all these things, people. <laughs> like we're sitting here being like, this is what we should do. So yeah, definitely don't ever think we're sitting here preaching like we know all the answers. Well, and we have like pre-talks before this and we're just like talking through top the topics. And then I'm like, God, could we have just recorded this whole conversation that we had prior? Because it's like just this is the stuff we talk about normally, like yeah. on the phone and whatever. So just like to share it on the airwaves for you thanks for hanging with us yes go recover from your week dm us on insta at soulspace.co how you're building recovery into your day week life (laughs) (laughs) hashtag that's a thing um and yeah check back with us next week and like brooke said hop on the blog there's that there's a ton of other blogs on there too. We have a lot of experts that are sharing their knowledge and um, hope it's a great resource for you. So until then, we will chat with you next week or on social. Love you. Thank you for joining a space for soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll We'll love love you forever. forever. For more information on today's topics, 
The notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E dot co forward slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at soulspace.co. Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles. Toodles.